Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So I wanted to talk about this concept of like gritting it out and getting it over with and our relationship to that feeling and how we do it in our careers, how we do it in um, our personal lives, in our relationships and with ourselves and where, you know, like where it begins and where it ends. And uh, there was so many years of my life that I never realized my relationship to this concept. And I've since learned that, um, you know, we pick these, these things up in our childhoods and we, we, there's these, just these patterns and our ideas and philosophies and the way we think the world works at a very young age. And it's like very subconscious and it's through what we've seen. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of my childhood, I observed uh, people doing what they had to do, whether they wanted to do it or not. And I observed not feeling like I had a choice in um, going to one parent's house or the other, getting driven there by different people. And I just, I think I learned that a lot of life is um, kind of gritting it out and doing things because that's the way they are or because like you have to take one for the team or in order to be successful. Like, I think I had this idea that like it was going to be hard work. And even when I say to be successful, I don't even know that I thought that I, I remember buying my first car and thinking like, I can't afford to go to a dealership. I got a loan from a small local bank and got a car that was $6,000. I put $2,000 down and I, um, I, I financed 4,000 and I got it off of Craigslist. So just to give you an idea, I think one major shift for me is getting really curious instead of passing judgment or being frustrated um, at my situation. So I, I, he, I come back to um, this idea of like sometimes in certain relationships or in situations at work or with certain people or uh, big life events, when I'm not listening to myself and I'm not sitting with uh, what is true for me, I can start to feel like, okay, let's just like put our blinders on and let's power forward and let's get it over with. It's like a default autopilot instead of sitting with the reality of, if you're feeling that way, Lindsay, chances are that what you're choosing or what you're doing isn't honoring you. And I was never, I never saw that. I was never taught that. It's something that I've later in life become aware of and I'm able to witness it more um, and, and, and feel it and go, God, like I'm starting to feel like the walls are closing in on me and uh, I don't have a choice. That's a big part of 
getting it over with, I think is feeling like we don't have a choice in the matter. And I think if we get deeper, cause it's like, okay, underneath that, what's underneath that? Not feeling like you're valued, not feeling like what you, what you prefer matters, not ha- having, being allowed to have needs, all these things that I think become the perfect, like perfect elixir for someone, a service professional or in like a, a service, you know, client facing business. And I think it, it gets you pretty good, but it doesn't get you past that because in order to get really good, you're, you're learning to stuff down what you feel and you do it so long, you do it for so long and so often that you actually lose yourself in the whole endeavor. And yeah, I just wanted to speak to this, like getting it over with, because it's still something that comes up for me quite frequently, actually, like when I'm, when I'm struggling with sitting with my stance on something, when I'm struggling with setting a limit, when I'm struggling with, um, you know, sticking with something, feeling like, okay, I want this to be over. Like, I just kind of, um, it's funny, you know, you think about like your trainer, uh, well, I have a trainer, David, and I think about my therapist. And this is like, when I started doing um, started seeing David, he's like, I, he taught me kind of like, you got to slow down, be intentional, which is such a good analogy for life. But sometimes I'd get excited and I, or zone out. And my default was like to go faster and just like hustle and get it done. And he was like, Hey, what just happened there? And I like looked at him and I said, Oh, I, I started pumping it. I started pumping it. Yeah. And I was like, and he's like, what? Don't pump it when you're here. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I went to therapy that same week and I was telling Beth about like, I got to get through this. I got to do this. And I was like, kind of like impulsive and getting it done, getting it done. And she's like, what is that? I go, well, in at the trainer at my trainer, it's like, I pumped it. And she's like, well, I'm going to say the same thing. Like, don't pump it. Don't pump it when you're here. And I think it all comes back to this, like, just like powering on instead of going like inward and saying like, how does this feel? What do I need? What direction do I want to go? And it's just interesting to me. And you think of the origin of things and just the patterns that we have in our life. Like for me, a huge autopilot move is just like grin and bear it. You know what I mean? Like just get it over with. And, um, you know, I think the hard thing about this style of living which I lived for a long time, is that it actually is just like a domino effect. So it's like you slowly lose trust in yourself every time you lie to yourself or don't listen to yourself or don't honor yourself with setting a limit or saying no or um, quitting doing something or going a different direction. Um, And what ends up happening You don't know that this is the um, consequence of it. At least I didn't. But it was like the more I the the when I would when I would like you know get it over with, put my head down and get it over with. It's like it would be this slippery slope of like next time someone asked me to do something, I had lost even more trust with myself. So it was like yeah 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 let's let's do your hair on Sunday. I'm doing the marathon, but I can come in after. And it's like. 
it I didn't know, but it had this cumulative effect of losing losing um, any form of touch with myself that I ever once had access to. And um, yeah, I just realized that I don't have to get it over with. I don't have, if I'm feeling like that, it's no longer like, okay, path of least resistance, put my head down and just like do it, do the thing you know that people want you to do, make that person happy. I now see that it comes at too big of a cost to me to do that thing for you. And if the and the kindest thing and the most enlightened thing I can do is um, take care of myself so that I can be kind, authentic, and caring to others, I had it backwards. I thought if I was kind and caring to you, that would make me a valuable person, that would make me a good enough person, and that I would have worth because of what I was doing. But what I learned is I'm inherently worthy of, of a life, of beautiful things, of enjoyment of space of freedom of time and if i do me first then i'm able to show up for you in a way that's in alignment with who i am and the right person is going to get better care than the wrong person getting the care at my expense and that's taken a winding road to learn but I encourage you that if you're feeling in your day-to-day life like you're having to, you have to do it and you have to get it over with, I think it's a relationship you have with your life that uh, is not healthy for you. And that, um, that by listening to those inconvenient truths as they come up, as these feelings of having to do something come up and sitting with that uncomfortable feeling and sitting with the disappointment others have in order to show up for yourself is a muscle worth strengthening. And um, yeah, I'm very passionate about it because I I just I had this tinge when I thought of the word of like, God, I, you know, in my life, I was like, God, I was feeling the other day like I just should just close my eyes and muscle through it and get it over with. And I thought, whoa, I don't feel like that on my day-to-day life. But this is reminiscent of my last life. And that feeling was always on my plate. And I wish I would have known that it didn't have to be. And that I could feel this different and feel this good. And that it gets to be good for me too. So I share all this with you because I know so many of us work with clients. And, um, you know, as a stylist myself, like, I think I was afraid of what it would look like for my business. And I've been so, so pleasantly surprised in the beginning and now come to uh, expect just a really cool reciprocal relationship with my clients and with my friendships and with um, just colleagues. Everything gets better when you get this nuance right and you come from a more grounded whole place to get to go just from the get-go so um have a wave making day i enjoy talking to you guys every week and i'll see you next week